0: The merciless sun beats down overhead on a lone figure, mounted on a camel, plodding along the desert trail towards the city at the edge of the barrier wall mountains.
1: Shalom, Ahi, Asher calls out to the guard at the city
0: gates, tipping his cowboy hat respectfully.
1: Barcot, numish A
0: curious smile crosses the guard's lips as he replies in comment, Welcome to Duo, stranger. You honor us with our native tongue. What brings you to our desert home?
1: The father of my father and the mother of my father once dwelt here, so I am told. Are there any elders who could tell me of them?
0: The guard ponders this for a moment. Start with the based Sepharim, the library, friend. You may find something there, and if not, he smiles, you may find someone. Many of the elders gather there. Perhaps you may find the answers you seek. With that, Asher tips his hag and guides his camel along the main thoroughfare, past stalls of fragrant spices, sizzling meats, and aromatic teas. He dismounts and ties up his camel at the entrance to the library, a squat mud brick structure on the west side of town. After an hour of searching through records to no avail, he almost begins to frown when a small group of nearly ancient-looking men and women enter through the library doors.
1: Good day to you, revered elders of Duor.
0: Asher says.
1: Pardon the interruption, but I was hoping one of you might impart a tale or two to me. Tell me, please, did any of you know my grandparents, Micah and Sarai Helech?
0: The elders, at first perturbed by Asher's interruption, talk amongst themselves for a moment. Helech, you say? No, one of them says, speaking for the group. We do not recognize that name. Mika and Sarai are common enough names... I don't recall a marriage between any of them.
1: I see, he says, trying to hide his disappointment. Perhaps my father, Levi Helich? He would have been a young man at the time, about fifty or so years ago. Dark hair like mine, not so common in these parts.
0: One of the older men's eyes brightens at this. This gaunt figure with salt-and-pepper hair and a beard smiles, adjusts his onyx ring on his left hand, and speaks up. "'I do recall a young Levi. Yes. Dark hair. About that time. It must be the same man.' "'You lot go on,' he says to the other elders. "'This young man and I must speak.' "'This way, Asher!' His voice carries an air of authority, and he beckons Asher to follow him as he walks out of the library and into the heat of the midday sun. Setting down a half-empty cup of tea, the older man smiles at Asher. You mean to tell me that Levi runs a shop? (laughs) I thought for sure he'd wind up a famous adventurer, perhaps a captain of a town guard. But a shopkeeper?
1: Yes, Kazov. He owns a general store in the middle of nowhere. And you say you knew him?
0: Kazov nods. Indeed, my boy, I knew him. Many years I served as a priest of Gozra. Your father never missed a festival or a holy day. He spoke some about his parents, but I never saw them. They kept to themselves, mostly, which isn't surprising, I suppose.
1: Why is that?
0: Kazov looks at him for a moment, saying nothing. He sighs and looks down at the floor before speaking. I can see he never told you then, your father. Never told you about what happened.
1: What do you mean, Kazov? Do you mean about what brought them to Fuvia? He never wanted to speak of it.
0: Kaz of Nods. Well, I can understand that. I imagine fleeing to another plane in the middle of the night would be traumatizing to a young man. To tell that tale, well, perhaps we need something stronger.
1: Asher drinks deeply of his tea and shakes his head. No, no, thank you. Fleeing another plane? Were my grandparents traveling? Did something disrupt the journey they were on?
0: An awkward silence fills the room. Kazib clears his throat. Do you mean that you do not even know that, Asher? Don't know what you are? The son of a shopkeeper in. And... Where did you say that town was again?
1: Geb's rest, but what do you mean? Know what I...
0: For a moment, it seems like Asher can't keep his eyes open.
1: What? What? He asks groggily.
0: The mug slips from Asher's fingers, crashing to the floor. As he topples out of his chair, his vision begins to blur as Kaziv stands, smiling triumphantly, and walks away. For a long moment, all Asher can hear are the man's footsteps retreating, and then everything fades away. This is Pot Against the Machine.
2: Oh, oh, again
3: against
0: the machine welcome to Pot against the machine the only pathfinder actual play podcast that keeps no god that's the wrong intro That's last episode's (laughs)
4: intro. We're keeping this in. I'm uh, editing this one and keeping this in. uh, The shame.
0: The shame. Welcome back to Pot Against the Machine. This is the real intro. The Pathfinder Actual Play podcast with the holy symbol that no one can identify that definitely won't be important later. I'm your host, who will die of shame shortly after the end of this recording, and here's everybody. Say hello, everybody.
5: Hello, everybody.
1: Hello, hello, everybody. We're coming in hot with a high energy pod this week.
5: Yeah, Yeah.
4: buddy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Really just
5: embodying
4: that
0: high
5: energy right there. I'm so Uh,
2: tired. We'll cut all this out. This
0: is fine. When last we left the very capable four, they had journeyed all around Torch trying to figure out the holy symbol of the purple-haired woman and her association with Garmin Ulrith and Garmin Ulrith's apparent business associate, the elf, who conveniently disappeared after she was told Ulrith was chased out of town. And then everyone basically decided it was time to rest and then get back into the mountain. So I believe right now it is morning. Day has broken over Torch, and we are ready to go back
4: into the darkness. So we elected to sleep in the correct of the like the correct one of three buildings that are referred to as the foundry, right? Uh, I know we disambiguated at the end of the episode because I've just been mashing them together, but <laughs> we we did just break into Val's house and pass out there again, right?
5: We didn't break I in. Think two of you did.
4: I think the re-
1: my recollection was Vargas went back to the Chapel of the Wanderer,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Asher went back to the Evercandle, and where you two ended up, caldera only knows. Pretty
3: sure the two of them broke into <laughs> Val's house.
1: We did
5: not break in. We politely requested entrance, and this child let us sleep in her home. Yes, and
4: it was totally, totally normal to the the rush. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
5: okay, so Kira knocked on the door and. Gave some sort of distraction. while Brixby went around the back and crawled through a window. Cannon now.
4: Wow, <laughs> solid two-man <laughs> job. I like it.
0: You gotta be careful. She's got that pan.
2: <laughs>
3: it's true. It's <laughs> mithril. Oh, why this continues to be so funny to me? to sleeping in the house when there's an inn that we're allowed in right next door. But every time I think of it I just can't not break out laughing.
4: No, no, we we really wouldn't want to impose on you by sleeping inside the inn. I'm sure your bed would be just fine. You don't have to worry we about it at all. You have to
5: remake the bed. Yeah, you can just sleep on the floor. Wash the sheets. It's yeah. fine. Hey, hey, we'll just sleep in your home. Uh, seriously, we do not mind.
4: Your dad's not using this bed. It's fine. It's cool. Oof. Ooh. He's okay with it. We saved his
0: life.
5: We <laughs> saved his life.
4: It's true.
1: So we all met up. Asher was like, "Hey, let's relight the torch today." Everyone was like the Monty Python rejoicing, <laughs> <laughs> "Yay,
2: yay!" Yeah.
1: Uh, we're gonna get some water breathing, right? Gonna go to go to our boy, mm-hmm. the Gear Father. The Gear Father was gonna make us an offer. <laughs> we can't refuse. <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's it. All right. Recannon. Sam, you better pick that up. (laughs) Stick some inserts in your cheeks so you can really get that Marlon Brando method
0: acting. (laughs) I'll have you know, I have been practicing absolutely driving my family nuts with doing a Marlon Brando. A terrible Marlon Brando. For no reason. And it's it's infuriating everyone I live with So I'll be happy to dust just that off Shoving pistachio shells into your mouth
5: I thought you were going to say, have you know That I have some cheek inserts right here And I was like, that's weird Yeah,
0: it's just dice I have you dice is always
4: prepared <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Alright, so we're heading to the Temple of Bride, sounds like, to get some water breathing
4: He's good Make sure Sandville isn't harassing her patient.
0: (laughs) Oh, I hope he's there. He's got some splaining to do. Fair. No sign of Sandville uh, this early in the morning. Not a whole lot of activity around, but the doors to the temple are always open. Do
3: we smell Sandville?
0: (laughs) There's a faint whiff of Sandville in the air. He's definitely in town
4: somewhere he would have to triangulate. It can linger for up to 18 <laughs> hours, as Brixby has learned, unfortunately. <laughs> so not a, not a solid indicator of his presence, necessarily.
0: And it looks like um, the Gear Father's in the back, but when, when he hears the door open, uh, he comes out, and mysteriously, instead of wearing his armor coveralls with all the tool belts and stuff, he's wearing a, a nice fancy suit. He's got a little mustache now, and his hair slicked back.
2: Hello, my fellow adventurers. (laughs) No,
0: he doesn't. I can't keep that up. Is (laughs) he eating an orange?
4: (laughs) Gana Bane sleeps with the fishes.
0: (laughs) I told you it was bad. Now it's just turned into Mylon Radley. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) He says, hello again. Uh, What can I do for you?
5: Can we have some more water breathing, please? And maybe talk to our friend?
0: Ah, yes, of course. Uh, I'm afraid M- Master Bane's condition is, is essentially unchanged from yesterday, but you're welcome to speak to him, and I can cast water breathing on all of you when, whenever you're ready. Um, Father,
4: has he had any more visitors? You mentioned Sandville. He insisted on seeing him as he come back.
0: Ah, uh, yes, he, he did come back uh, yesterday evening. I turned him away once more, but uh, he claims that he can... that he has some medication that might be able to to fix Mr. Bane, but... I have concerns, obviously, about allowing him near him at this time.
4: Understandable. I am the first one to offer a cautious approach to anything Zanville pulls from his pocket but he does have odd connections it might be worth looking into just don't let him inside just take it from him there anyway, and with that he'll head back and go see connor
0: connor is propped up in a, a bed they've got for him and uh he's you know looks very much the same uh, he's awake and alert now looks like he's had you know, his restorations for the day so his mind is is conscious and he smiles when he sees you and, and shifts himself about on the bed. Uh, he says, hello again. To what do I owe this, uh, the pleasure of this visit?
5: Well, first we wanted to thank you for the um, free and extended use of your home. We do appreciate that. I think some of us are maybe looking for some sort of validation there when we're just saying it's not needed. So thanks for your house. It's great. It's It's a good house. <laughs>
0: Yes, you are, of of course, welcome to my home, but uh, you do know that I I own a tavern, perfectly comfortable.
4: We just wouldn't want to impose the housekeeping, the the fact that you'd have to get the little magnetic cards to us. We just, continental breakfast just for us to set up. Too much, too much. Don't worry, don't worry about it. Uh, We'll just, we'll, we'll scrape by with your bed and bathrobe. It's quite comfortable.
5: It's a good robe.
0: (laughs) He sighs. Yes, uh, of course. uh, Thank you for for considering me and your lodging decisions.
2: His
1: his bathroom is a wondrous item that resizes to Brixby when he wears it.
0: (laughs) Plus one robe of comfiness.
1: Master Bane, we are heading back under the mountain in hopes to relight the torch this day. In your... Recuperation here, have you have called anything else that you may not have thought to mention earlier? Anything that, at all that might be useful to us as we return?
2: I don't believe like I, a I... D100. <laughs> I
0: don't believe I've uh, remembered anything that I haven't already told you that would be of use. It seemed that there were multiple decks to the, the craft, but my investigations uh, uh, of the structure and, and It seemed that at least some of the decks have been completely crushed, and they may not be accessible at all, but there's definitely some more of the ship intact. Obviously, someone sealed that door in the cave. There's somewhere in that ship.
4: Uh, Brixby is gonna elbow uh, Asher right around the knee area. Do you think we should show him the letter? Tell him about Garmin, the power relay, or is it the less he knows the better right now, because we don't know who to trust?
1: I certainly have no doubts of his trustworthiness, but in his given and his current state, I just don't know how much this information would yield.
4: Yeah, I suppose you're right. I meant more like the Gear Father, or Sandville, or someone else peripheral. Plus, who knows when it's all yampy what he'll be able to say, not say. Just wasn't sure if maybe he could shed some light on the symbol. Although, if the father doesn't know, I doubt he does.
1: I thought uh, we asked Connor about the symbol last time.
4: Did we? I thought we only asked the I think the we father. asked both him and father, didn't Oh, we? my bad. Okay. That's
1: no, yeah. fine. Um, it's certainly worth a shot. Actually. Certainly we could see if perhaps we can locate Sandville by smell or other senses. I, I don't wish to inform him of anything valuable. He's already been poking his nose around here and perhaps Sandville might know of the symbol or know of somebody who may know of it, but I would not mention the power relay to him or the letter. He seems untrustworthy for the most part, someone who's conveniently able to sell or not sell a robot for us. I'm sure the check is in the mail
4: on that other remaining gold he owes us. Yeah, no, I understand. You can't trust anybody that has many of those tiny little uh, trees hanging from his rearview mirror in his Buick. So I have 35 of them just jangling up there. It's covering something. But I agree. I I think the Gear Father knows to keep it hush-hush. No one should know about the power relay. And probably not Connor, you're right. Unless, like... Gearfather is just like working on it, basically, like on <laughs> Connor. And it's just like, mm, yeah, attending to you. No, uh, he's got it in the,
0: the next room over in sort of his private office, which is basically a workshop. He's just got a cardboard box over it.
3: Got tuned to the old station. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They've got a separator made of a curtain, and he makes sure to slide it all the way closed.
2: <laughs>
3: the Vargas will say. I agree about not telling anyone else. I don't think that San Tret is involved in any of this, but he's a criminal and a coward. I don't trust him to keep it secret if the wrong people come asking. No, but perhaps he
1: might know a little bit more about Garmin or Nick Shari'el or this purple-haired woman. We could inquire as to their whereabouts without revealing too much of our motives.
4: Yeah, I'd agree. think that if we do get any information out of him, we have to uh, present it divorced from other sensitive information. But we can worry about that if uh, we fail to find our own answers under the mountain, I suppose.
2: It's it
4: wouldn't be prudent
3: to go looking for him now. We'll be wasting the time of the spell.
5: I'm glad that people aren't sick anymore, but I do think we should try and fix the torch. So if we can do that without Sandville, that sounds like a good way to keep him um, divorced from the information. If we can't, then we can, you know, push him and push him in some mud because I've heard that's a good way to make people talk.
4: (laughs) excited to get under that hill, gang. I can like feel it. Go get into a big, long robot combat.
0: So, are we heading under this mountain or is we going to see Sandville? What are we doing?
4: I do believe we are headed straight under the hill, not even to be waylaid by teenage miscreants kicking a can by the awful lake of tears and sorrow or whatever its <laughs> name is. Weeping Pond.
0: Right? The Weeping Pond, yeah. Yeah.
5: That's its nickname.
0: Yeah, they're off somewhere else playing Kick the Can Ball. So, yeah, the Gear Father gives you uh, your six hours of water breathing. And you get to climb into that stinky, stinky water. And um, won't make you roll swim checks for that. We've been through all this a couple times before. And um, after 40 feet under the water, you emerge dripping wet with stinky water in a uh, moldy, uh, dark cave. Uh, the corpses of beetles still... Uh, sitting where they were shot to death horrifically just a few days ago.
3: Vargas is gonna keep light on his arm, just recasting it every time it runs out.
4: Are they still glowing, Sam, or is their luminescence gone?
0: Uh yeah, two of them are still glowing. One of them has gone out. Wow, that's so like wild. One d four days after they died. I'm <laughs>
5: like, yeah, no, it's been three months since we killed these beetles, or you know three
4: days yeah the torch should honestly move over to like all beetle light it's like clean energy good for the grid Vargas
3: absentmindedly pulls
4: the leg (laughs) off and starts chewing
3: on it like a drumstick as we're walking by
4: (laughs) (laughs) that seems like some like Kelly like carnival treat or something like that that you would have
0: fried beetle legs. Climbing up the, uh, little ledge and heading through the, the way you've gone
4: before?
2: hmm
4: I think so. I think Bricks will take a long, hard look at the place where we found Parta's body again. Uh, he's like it through the room. Kinda always just gives him the creeps.
5: Conversely, Kira will pointedly ignore it, pass right on through here, <laughs> and stand over here with the frog.
3: Oh, uh, yeah. God, that thing's gotta stink.
0: <laughs> yeah there's definitely a a hanging pungence in the air from the various corpses including but not limited to the horrible frog monster that blinded a couple of you again just a few short days ago but uh turning south from there uh if you head down that long, narrow corridor, you once again come to the four-way intersection with a scrap pile to the north. The hallway you came down behind you and then another narrow hallway uh, leading off to the southeast and one to the southwest where uh, there is a mold infestation.
3: Fargus will stare down that southwest tunnel and uh, call to Brixby, who he sees going off down the end and say, the, uh, the Skulk Woman, she mentioned there was something in there with the mole, didn't she, in that letter?
4: She did, the buddy. Um, I'm wary. I have spent a good deal of time, you know, below ground. The things that grow here not good for you. Sam, can we roll anything on this? Because I didn't have Knowledge Nature last level. Is there anything that we can learn about this mold?
0: Yeah, you can roll Knowledge Nature um, now that you have it.
4: Alrighty, Got a plus eight. No headache. Let's kick it off. Thirteen on the die. That's a 21.
0: Uh, with a 21, you can recognize the mold infestation down there especially from the um, precipitous temperature drop in the cave around it. Uh, This appears to be brown mold uh, which feeds on warmth drawing in heat from anything around it and using the energy to grow. Um, It normally comes in patches that are are small around five feet in diameter and the temperature um, the reach of the cold effect that it has uh, reaches for a good 30 feet around it, um, and it can be so cold that it actually hurts you if you get close to the mold. Um, any fire brought close to the mold uh, will cause it to grow wildly fast, but um, if you hit it with a cold effect of some kind, um, it will kill it very quickly as it's uh, naturally.
4: Heat desiring. So, Brix will convey that. Um, this is a brown mold. Draws off of heat. It will, um, feed off of fire body heat. It's dangerous, but we can injure it with cold. Uh, I think, as he ruffles a bit through his side papers, I have a neat little trick that does a teensy bit of cold damage. But I'd have to take some time to study, if that's what we'd want to do. I could also
3: possibly deal a little bit of cold, but like you, I would have to wait until possibly tomorrow in order to do it.
4: Yeah, I left a couple slots open because I didn't know what what to expect down here. I could definitely prepare Ray of Frost, which I assume is what you're talking about as well. Um, I have two cantrip slots open. So I could throw it in there, oh. but it would take 15 minutes of us just sitting down there.
3: Oh, yeah. See, I didn't do that. I would just have
4: to wait till tomorrow to do it here for us. I mean, similarly, Asher, since you're so freaking cool, you could probably just walk right in there. Wouldn't I need to I thought that crossed my mind. <laughs> 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 Seriously, what do you two think?
5: If there's more of this stuff, we should have a way to fight it. I don't think I have anything cold, nor am I particularly cool, so I can't really help here, but Ricks, if you have something, we can wait 15 minutes is, or however long, I don't know, mechanically, because I'm a character, uh, is less time than tomorrow.
4: It's true. What do you think? This,
1: when Seth left that note for us, she talked about leaving these worthless items that they couldn't be bothered to carry that were in fact worth quite a bit the fact that she mentioned this body makes me wonder if perhaps it might be worth something either financially or informationally perhaps not perhaps it would be merely an expenditure of time with little gained but as kira has expertly noted 15 minutes is decidedly less time than a
4: day excellent um then i'm gonna take this second to uh study this spell i just gotta go over the words here um what's cooler than being cool i'm sorry i'm gonna cut that out i was just listening to don't you you dare don't you You can't cut it
2: you could
3: always do what i do for spells and just translate that into another language
2: yes my Uh. my it's Outcast cold in Latin. here. <laughs>
1: there must be some rat folk in the atmosphere.
4: <laughs> um, all right, cool. Since it's just gonna be a, a fifteen minutes, I'll I'll do that. I'll also throw disrupt undead in my other open slot because I feel like there's a chance we might run into undead still. Question. That mold that was in the ship that
3: I believe it was Asher rolled on that can turn people into zombies, that was not brown mold, that right? That was russet was mold. Red. Yeah, russet mold, okay. Yeah, that's a different thing. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah. And if
1: you tell Garrett what it's called, he's going to lose his mind because we know how he feels about <laughs> potatoes.
2: <laughs>
4: uh, excellent. Um, so provided that nothing befalls us during that 15 minutes of... Just
0: yeah, it's totally quiet in this cave now Now that the skulks are gone
4: Yeah, he's just practicing all of the uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger Mr. Freeze Batman Returns like bits He's like, okay, be cool Um, but yeah no, he's Nice totally to ready. meet you
2: <laughs>
4: As Robert Frost once said Let's take the road less traveled here And uh With my ray of frost and my marginal knowledge of American poetry, I'm going to sidle down towards the cold mold.
0: All right. uh, I would ask you to make an attack roll, but it's basically you're attacking the floor anywhere in the room. So even if you miss, you still hit it. Uh, Instantly... (laughs) Instantly upon contact with the uh, Ray of Frost uh, tiny cantrip, though it may be, the uh, mold shrivels up and turns a sort of darker, sickly brown, and um, this dead patch just spreads quickly through the entire patch, and it all just dies. Well
5: done. Yay, Brexby.
0: And the the white lines of frost on the floor um, and on the walls are are disappearing, turning into just condensation. Um, There is still um, like a layer of brown dust uh, on the ground around this uh, body that is uh, slumped against the eastern wall that looks like a human.
4: Can we? uh, How long are those tongs? (laughs)
2: <laughs> Those, like, oh, the the grippers.
0: Yeah. Uh, they're just um reach into the next square kind of thing but the hazard in the room appears
4: to be gone okay i just wasn't sure if i should just drag the body out respectfully <laughs> with a pair of oversized pliers or not salad tongs um okay <laughs> i'm gonna head on in there hopefully not disturb any brown dust if you want to make a perception check as you come in here and sort
0: of are looking at the body.
4: That's only a four, so that's a 12 for bricks. Unless it's a high-tech or mechanical body.
0: (laughs) Uh, It is not a high-tech or... Oh, is that a
2: five?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, with a five, uh, you think it might be a high-tech or mechanical body, but it's actually DC 12 on this perception check. Uh, to note strange ribbons and filaments of rust-colored fibers growing uh, along his spine, his throat, and the chest of this dead body.
4: Is that like a subsequent knowledge nature roll, or is that just like a grimace? (laughs) We just grimace kind of thing. It'd be
0: a nature or dungeoneering.
4: It's both the same for me. It's a plus eight. With a 10, that's an 18. For either. Doesn't matter which one.
1: Beats my 11.
4: Beats my 17.
3: Also got a 10, but I have one less than even a stat.
0: Well, Brixby and Vargas both know that this is indeed a person who died of a russet mold infection. Um, so it doesn't oh. look like the brown mold killed him, but it has um kind of frozen him. And he... um. It probably halted the progress of the russet mold in his body. <laughs> so there's no veggie pigmy, veggie pigmy coming out of him because he basically froze after he died.
5: Is he still frozen?
0: Not really, no. Ooh. But do we know if
3: that killed the mold or did it just like suspend it? Like, is it going to start turning him into a zombie
0: now or is he. We think he's okay? Um. Do you think? I mean, with those knowledge checks, you think there is a non-trivial chance that if you don't deal with the russet mold on him, uh, he's going to have a Vegapigny kind of chestburster? burster.
4: <laughs> Do we know what dealing with russet mold entails?
0: Um, you know, it's um, immune to fire, uh, so that wouldn't work. But um, things like alcohol. Um, acid, or a spell like Remove disease um, would work to cleanse him.
3: Uh, Vargas is going to step up and just start shooting it with acid splash (laughs) over and over again every spot that he
0: sees the mold. (laughs) That works. The dead body absolutely does not put up any resistance. Um, You can roll a knowledge local check um, to see if you recognize this particular person. Yeah, before he
2: starts before reacting. you
0: burn
4: him with acid.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah. Oof! Natural one. I do not recognize him. Anybody else?
4: Seven plus an eight makes a fifteen for bricks.
5: Beats an eleven.
1: Beats my
0: eight. Well, I think in a, a previous trip into Torch, um, bricks must have run into this uh, guy who was a a man named Gerald Sonder, uh, who's an ad- adventuring type, but he probably doesn't know much more about him than that.
4: I think his name is Gerald Sonder. I, I'm not sure if I uh, he was in a party that hired me or maybe we were both on a ship coming up the cellen. But uh, yeah, he looks like he's had a rough turn of it. Um, <sighs> so is his body, now that we've burned the stuff off of it, safe to transport?
0: yeah if you've done um acid splash on each of the areas um, where the mold filaments were then yeah it's it's uh in a bit of rough shape but it it's safe to pull out of here
4: yeah you're all down for pull the,
5: out the old... normal yeah
4: i was gonna say the normal <laughs> empty the pockets throw them in the dead friend blanket we've got this routine down pretty set
5: the standard DFB. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, but first we grab the the white key card from his pocket.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> we don't want to forget that.
4: Yeah. Also the um, the fungal defoliant that he had in his pocket and didn't have a chance to use.
5: Passport, driver's license, social security for the purple haired lady. Mm-hmm. All
2: that stuff.
4: We're going to open Sadly. credit cards in her name. Sorry.
5: <laughs>
0: Sadly, he doesn't have anything all that interesting. He does have a Masterwork Chain Shirt, um, a set of Masterwork Thieves tools, a Masterwork Hand Crossbow, five bolts, several empty potion vials, and 75 GP.
1: Currently wearing a Mundane Chain Shirt, Masterwork would be an upgrade for Asher. Yep. You know, it just reduces ACP by one, but... It's pretty dope.
3: This uh, clearly must have been someone with Connor's party, if you recognize him from town. We probably should have tried to get a uh, running tally from him before we left of who all was in his group, if he remembers.
4: Well, um, Uh, we can think of it next time. While we are currently in the business of extricating bodies from under the mountain, I'd like to think that we could just clear this place out and leave the pole bearing to someone else. I don't want to get a reputation for being creepy. More than we already have.
1: Yeah, Asher would take the few minutes to uh, properly don to undon. We'll go with remove. Mm -hmm. Remove his mundane chain shirt. And then don the masterwork chain shirt, which now this horribly burned corpse is wearing like a perfectly fine armor. And Asher <laughs> is definitely not conspicuously wearing masterwork chain shirt with Wait, acid so burns you on it. Put
3: your armor on the corpse.
1: Oh, I guess I didn't <laughs> to, need to do to that to be
5: polite.
2: <laughs> it's the only right, respectful thing to do.
5: <laughs> yes, it's
1: it's a, it's a tradition in my homeland.
5: Put your clothes on the dead people you stole them from.
1: We don't want it's not to steal them. If you
0: give clothes back, <laughs> that's true. All
1: right. Yeah, I don't
4: put regular armor on corpses. Stupid. <laughs> I like the idea of taking the time to don your medium armor and then taking the time to make the corpse don the medium armor. <laughs> like, uh, well, it would have been better suited against all those acid splashes. Oh, no, I guess Touch AC, never mind. I'm going to edit that out. I well, have the power, too. Quick
0: update, <laughs> Dungeon Dive Bar has confirmed that
4: Adamantina is indeed
0: magnetic. <laughs> I love <Woo>! it. Nerds. <laughs> Classic. Hear that? Sam coming through.
4: <laughs> and they're
1: uh, the other pod with the Buick, is that right?
2: <laughs> they do have a yeah. Buick.
0: Perfect. And a GM named Sam. And a...
1: Uh... The Jiskin Artificer. character the metal arm, don't they? Oh, yeah, and the Jiskin true.
4: Artificer. <laughs> There's Honestly, no we should... We are not them. <laughs> we should literally just have them do our next episode of the podcast and see if anyone notices. Oh, they can
3: just like a Freaky Jiskin Friday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we record their next episode. They record ours. <laughs>
5: that's brilliant. I love this marketing. Yeah, no, that's solid stuff.
1: Wild cross promo ensues.
4: Uh, speaking of brilliant... I'm gonna call down to the skulks and say hi on the way by. Um, maybe shout a you. You suck.
0: suck.
5: You suck is right.
0: <laughs> Distantly, uh, you hear a unskulk-like voice, maybe a, more of a troglodyte voice, going, "You suck."
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs>
5: it's spreading
4: in the dark lands we
5: <laughs>
0: in the dark lands everything sucks
4: <laughs> that's the crap it's true here,
0: though it me. does yeah. uh, moving on through the um, abandoned skull camp which is still very much abandoned and heading into the environment module the world's biggest map We we just are, break on through to mind. the other side.
5: Yeah, I think, yeah, we'll just uh, pause the episode here and come back in two weeks. <laughs> oh, we loaded. Okay.
4: There we are. Aces.
3: Yeah. Hey, that dead robot's not there anymore. We gave that to
0: Sandville. Oh, yeah. I should have deleted the dead robot. Perfect. All right. There All right. So, what are we all doing?
4: Did we go into this room? I, assume yeah, I was just we did. looking
0: at that. I don't remember if we did or not. That little closet. Yeah, you cracked that open, and it was just a closet, basically. Okay, right, cool. Okay.
4: It's like that's where the torch, like, power switch is. <laughs> it's just the whole. <laughs> time. It's just a big button that says torch on off. It's a
1: master breaker.
4: Just written in common. I do think it's important that if we do find the way to turn it on, that we spend half the episode deliberating, leave, <laughs> then come back possibly turn it on then got to make the audience (laughs) wait for it to answer
0: the question about that little room on the bottom that room is just a um, twisted mass of metal and rubble um Mm. everything just smashed and fell in and there's nothing recognizable in there anymore and let me just ask you as you head out of this cavern and through the um and, and onto that path that you found and continuously abandoned uh who's the first one out of the cave
4: I'd say probably bricks, right? Because I've just been motoring the heck down these hallways, and I'm normally the one who is checking for traps and getting electrocuted. Next
0: question for bricks. Uh, (laughs) Does an 18 hit your flat-footed AC? Oh, yeah. You mean my (laughs) flat-footed
4: AC of 11? I think so. Yep. (laughs) That (laughs) flat-footed AC? That flat-footed AC? Mine? Well, Well, Yes. uh
0: as you step out of the cave and into the desert, which is now hot and um, decidedly desert-like, you get punched in the mouth <laughs> and <laughs> and take um, seven damage from oh the punched to the mouth. As you see, standing in front of you, an old friend, an old friend with four arms, Hetuath, stands what? living... What?
2: What? In all his
0: undead glory, and has just punched Brixby in the face. <laughs> he, punched you? he has no swords anymore, and he has no cool cape, but he's there nonetheless. And I'm gonna need everyone to roll for initiative. Oh. Wow,
5: gotta say, didn't see that coming.
4: Am I here? Um, yeah, <laughs> he you punched were there. And retreated. so it was okay, like cool. right yeah. as
0: you were emerging from the cave, he just yeah, I didn't know if out. he has like
4: go go gadget. Screw you, Brixby Arms. That could just whack me around the corner. Wow, gosh, was not waiting for, or did not expect yeah. ready to action. Sock the rat. <laughs> um,
5: Unanticipated.
1: It's a very specific ready to action. If a rat folk emerges <laughs> from this door, punch rat. I'm ready to punch it. Importantly, does he have improved unarmed strike, or was that non-lethal?
4: Ooh, yeah. Or, or did he perform?
1: <laughs> Flat-footed,
4: Flat-footed.
0: He actually has a natural slam attack so,
3: <laughs> Also, if he, he was ready in action and to like hit, hit whatever natural. walked out of there Couldn't it go over Bricks' head? Because wouldn't the ready-to-action be against a medium creature? <laughs> yeah. Maybe These he was trying to punch in semantics. the stomach
2: <laughs> <laughs> Punch in the stomach uh, would... Oh,
4: that's a 15 for the rat who got punched in the face, by the way
0: Right. And how about uh, Vargas?
3: Vargas rolled a 4 for a 6. And I'm really glad I'm blocking everybody else from getting into this <laughs> tunnel.
0: How about Asher, the famous slayer of head to F?
1: It's a 17 total. Ooh, speedy.
0: And Kira.
5: Uh, 13 total. So
0: Asher is up first.
1: Asher famously in the back in a narrow hallway with a gun. Fantastic. Uh, so out here in, in happy desert land, I know the ceiling is pretty domed. You know, pretty domed. That's one <laughs> of the dumbest things I've said. It's a dome. Uh, I know the ceiling is a dome here, but starting in this cavern exiting tunnel chamber of excellent description. How how tall are the ceilings? Good lord, that was difficult to get out with words.
0: <laughs> um, you're in an area where the um, you're in kind of a cavern where back at the beginning of it where Vargas is standing, it's uh, probably about 15 feet high, but by the time you get to the mouth of the cavern um, these sort of sheer rock walls open up to about 25 feet high Um, and you can't see the sky from the cavern it has, you know, stone ceiling but um, out beyond, you know it it looks like outside kind of natural sky now now that the power's back on cool
1: Uh, then Asher is going to uh, he's going to do a daring vault Yeah, why wait when he can spend a grip point in the first round of combat. Uh, And he is going to attempt to jump up uh, to get enough height here with his movement. Uh, He could probably probably only get about, let's see, five, ten, I guess, uh, yeah, fifteen. He can get only five feet up the wall uh, on a jump. I don't know if that's That'll give him, eliminate the cover of Brixby. If Asher, who is 6'3", is 5 feet up the wall, shooting over the head of a small rat. Yeah, I'd say
0: you have have a good angle then. Uh, Brixby's so small and you're yeah, you clear. I'd say no cover for that.
1: Canonically the tallest member of the party by an inch. Um, So yeah, I'll roll that acrobatics.
0: Now how
3: many doves come out when you do this? (laughs)
1: Uh, roll for dubs. Yeesh, that is not the best. Acrobatics. So it's I get a plus four bonus for every 10 feet of speed above 30 feet. That's what I'm looking for. So that that does bring it up to exactly a 20.
0: Okay. Hey. So you yeah. do get the...
1: I do. I do get up there and get to roll a very different dice to shoot. Uh, 15 against touch.
0: 15 will miss. Yeah, he's not flat-footed because he got yeah, a surprise, he got the surprise round.
5: round. Oh, dear.
1: Oh, well. All right. That's that's neat.
5: <laughs> here, we, here we go again.
1: Then Asher is hanging up here on the wall with one hand, and he's probably going to have to... I don't know. Can he reload with his mouth? With We'll, figure, we'll find out next turn. <laughs>
5: Like Spider-Man. I know. With a gun. Man.
2: <laughs>
4: that was my bit. I going to say, Asher, you climbed that wall like some sort of man who's also a spider. <laughs> uh. But no, I got punched in the face, so I'm not saying any of that. I'm going, <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I thought we killed this guy. I'm horrified of him. Five foot stumble back um, into the space south, right north of wall clutching Asher. And... Uh, Thank goodness I also prepared Disrupt Undead as my other cantrip um, because I'm going to disrupt his day. So I'm going to make a touch attack plus five onto this. That's a natural 20. That's a natural 20. I haven't rolled a natural 20 in combat in a while. All right. Roll Uh, to confirm. Roll to confirm that is a 16. 11 on the day.
0: Uh, 16 does not
4: confirm against touch. Freak. Okay, well, did D6. Four. Four disruptive damage.
0: All right, and that seems to g- all go through as he gets kind of ground up a little bit by this magical ray of undead disruption. Um,
4: and with a free action, Brix will shout, Dear God, somebody please come up here. It's <laughs> worth. I think that brings us to Kira.
5: Yeah, <laughs> reaction. Kira's <You're> like, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. So
4: casual. <laughs>
2: Just...
5: <laughs> yeah, no, I was going to say I don't want to stand in front of Asher, but I'm going to stand in front of Asher because it's Tuesday.
2: Um,
1: He's uh, five feet up the wall, so it's fine
5: crouch um yeah so i'm gonna move up into this guy's space because that worked out well for me last time and because 15 and 16 both missed uh and because kira spent the entirety of the last battle unconscious in a puddle of grease uh she's gonna rage uh so she will move pull out the great sword and swing oh no that's a one so i guess that's how tonight is gonna go (laughs) That'll be my turn. All right.
0: Well, that brings us to Hetawath, um, who, uh, it's who is standing in front of Kira now after all that shuffling about, and he's going to shout in a language that only Vargas understands, I believe. How did you
5: do it? How did you stop them?
0: And then he's going to take four slam attacks at Kira. Yeah.
5: Exactly the way it went down last time. <laughs> After I so carefully told myself, hey, Izzy, let's work on the strategy thing. Oh, and then i was no like, this, nah.
0: Plus one swords this time. Yeah, he doesn't have yeah, swords. That's just, he
5: just punches.
0: So the first one's an 18.
5: Yeah.
0: Okay. We're going to just roll all four attacks. Yeah. And that will do the damage. Uh, then we have a uh, 19. Okay. Uh, another 18. Alright.
5: Super good at getting stuff. And a 20. I'm gonna be so annoyed <laughs> if I spend this entire battle unconscious again.
0: Let me just get out, you know, an extra d6 or two here.
4: Can I scurrying swarmer with a corpse? Does that still count as flanking? I, I don't mean anyone in particular. I'm just wondering. Just now. there.
5: <laughs>
0: Uh that's a total that of so thirty-two funny. damage on four slams.
1: Did, <laughs> 32? You can Oh is that a twenty total, not a nat twenty. Okay, as I was to say, that right that, that was. Uh, Hold no, on, that,
0: that, that wasn't a might... nat twenty, it was that with his modifier.
5: Oh wait, we're level we're level three now. Okay, I, so I took let me just check my feats. Okay, we're good. Like that could be bad, but no we're fine. Aside from thirty-two points of damage. <laughs> I was really looking forward to this being my redemption arc. <laughs> and now I'm at five HP.
0: Good live forever. Well, here we go. <laughs> well, he is finished, and now it is Vargas's turn. Okay.
3: Because Vargas is going to remember this, even though I don't, because it was only two days ago for him. Uh, what were his weaknesses as a juju zombie? Or, like, strengths? uh, Because I know Asher rolled on it and got it, but I cannot remember
0: them myself. Well, I don't know that he had any specific weaknesses.
3: Well, it wasn't weaknesses, like, what's he, um, uh, his, like, strong
0: against immune tier type thing? A lot. He is immune to cold, electricity, magic missile, mind affecting, um,. Effects and um, everything undeads immune to. He also has DR okay. and, I knew there was a and fire resistance. Yeah,
2: Ugh. I
5: hate this guy uh, so much.
3: You know, before I do anything else, can I make a religion roll to see how he's back? Uh, if you'd like. <laughs> like, if Vargas knows anything about if juju zombies just keep coming back when you kill them. Uh. Okay, that's only a six, so that is a ten
0: total. Uh yeah, with a ten, you're not gonna nothing. Okay.
3: Uh, would this square right here be considered squeezing?
0: Um, I would say yes, that square is
2: squeezing.
4: Okay. Could always acrobatics through.
3: And that's what I'm thinking because I, I would, a, I, but, I could do exactly, but no, no I couldn't no, because couldn't. acrobatics through an enemy square takes double two spaces. Yeah, yeah, in yeah, so I couldn't get anywhere anyway. I uh, Guess uh, I'm just gonna step up five feet and attempt to hit him with acid splash with two companions in the way, plus whatever he gets from that wall. So uh,
5: <laughs> he's so mean. And the man. minus four
1: with precision.
5: <laughs>
3: yeah, totally. <it's> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not gonna hit because I take a minus four and then he also is gonna get a huge bonus because of all of the things in between.
0: Oh no, roll that in that twenty. Yeah. Let's see. Uh
3: no, that is a seven, so <laughs> with my, so plus close. my minus, let's see. I get a oh I actually get a plus four, so that is a seven.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's not gonna hit him. Okay, so I hit Kira and. Uh,
5: and she falls unconscious. <laughs> and
3: well, then goes out of uh, rage
0: and dies. Yeah,
3: that's all I can really do. And I'll say, uh, you know, for reaction, he'll yell out Kira, see if you can push him back further into the open or something so we can all hit him at once.
4: Pull rush, pull rush. That provokes <laughs> the, such an attack of opportunity, do not listen to me. <laughs>
1: Maybe he should take improved bull rush at third level. I don't remember.
3: So, my paladin, who is well known within his own people for his brilliant strategic mind, says, Push him into the open <laughs> so we can gang up
0: on him. And that ends his turn. Alright, we are back then up to the incredible flying gunslinger.
1: Hanging on to the wall. With one hand, uh, now with rapid reload, it is only a move action to uh, reload. So he is gonna—I don't know—grab, hold his pistol in his teeth, grab a bullet out of his bandolier, and somehow, as a move action, if you're fine with it, he'll reload. I mean, it's—it the bullet's like right here. He could actually—he could hold it under his chin, grab it, <laughs> and then like. Make make it work in there, unless you unless you're it gonna up. rule.
4: Yeah, you like throw it into the air and then open your gun <laughs> and it falls you. right into the little.
1: <laughs> so that I guess that's that's totally legit. Your call if he is hanging if he doesn't really have a free hand. Whether he need whether he can reload.
0: Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say that he can because I don't know offhand. Um, and why not? <laughs> uh yeah he can do the reload this time at least
1: okay thank you I'm sure I'll make it count um just crit him boom uh and with that yeah he will uh take a take another shot hoping that the uh, mardi gras dice here do me great from dice be, V uh better that's a 19 against touch
0: a 19 will hit touch
1: all right d8 plus one so i think yeah hypnotized. he's still uh within 30 feet uh seven points of bludgeoning and piercing damage which i know may not all go through
0: indeed it does not it does look like you hurt him a little yay but um, only a little
1: I'm not going to do a lot of damage to him, but I'm reluctant to use my only ability to call down Chaldeer's smiting power so soon into the adventuring day. And that's
4: the end of his turn.
0: All right, and that brings us back around to Brixby. All
4: right, Um, Sam, so two questions. One, did we determine what his DR uh, is overcome by last time?
0: I don't think so. Um, and since we we've leveled up. because you have oh, leveled up, so you have a that's different what I was...
4: bonus
0: now. Question two. Okay, cool.
4: Um, uh, maybe nine on the die makes that
0: a 17. Uh, 17's enough to, to get you one question at least.
4: I would like so, to know what overcomes his DR, please.
0: That would be a combination of magic and slashing.
4: Uh, well, I got half of that, but... <laughs> Um, okay, cool. Cause I'm trying to determine for the folks at home if I want to do something stupid and brave. Uh yeah, let's do it. So Brixby can normally flank by stepping into someone's square cures north of him. However, I'm gonna borrow a turn of phrase from one of the other podcasts that I love so much. Sam, I would like to flippy floppy to the other side of him and attempt to acrobatics through his square. So um, providing flanking bonuses to the rest of my party who's having trouble hitting. So I'm going to roll plus 8 on this D20. It's a 12 on the die, so it's a 20 versus CMD. It's
0: a 20. Uh, that does not beat his CMD. So you actually have to stop... Um before passing through his square so you kind of wind up in the same place anyways because with your scurrying swarmer you're in Kira's space
4: alright so I'm in Kira's space and that's that's just my turn right because I failed to do it I can't remember does that provoke what's the deal
1: okay, so you lose the move action and provide an AOL, provoke an AOL but you still have your standard
0: okay
4: cool yeah, so, uh, you, so you do provoke that. Hit a me world. again. Hit me again, Cap.
0: So he will go for a punch in the face once more, and that is a 19.
4: That definitely hits. So just a six damage. Jeez. All right. He heard and heard. Okay, so he's going to just swing with his rapier. Then i um, still getting the benefits of flanking because he's sharing the square with Kira. Close. Uh, do I no rapier isn't in. oh critical is an 18 on a rapier so yeah. well that would be 23 first 18 on the okay. die plus five uh, Roll to confirm natural one on the confirm <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> well it's a hit uh, anyways but okay well then it's one before minus one plus my sneak attack so that's a one On the first line. five on the next one, so that's Ooh. 12 in total. Sneak attack, total. yeah, finally two to sneak attack,
0: attack. So, I mean, that was a pretty good hit. Not all of it goes through, but with uh, the added power of that sneak attack damage, it took a chunk out of him. He does. I would like happy. to thank,
4: uh, I would like to thank Jeff's partner for providing the only dice that have ever rolled well for me in this campaign. <laughs> thank you
2: again
0: <laughs> I believe that brings us back to Kira you had a rough go of it last turn
5: um, and just to confirm for listeners out there can I push him out of the way recognizing it's probably not a great idea but is it a possibility or do I have to have a feat for that
0: You can do a bull rush. It um, provokes an attack of opportunity. Um, He's already used one, so you would kind of be betting that he doesn't have combat reflexes, which would get him extra attacks of opportunity. Um, Mm -hmm. But then it would be basically a a CMB roll to bull rush him.
5: Okay. I really, really want to use my plus 10 to hit... But Ragus said, push him out of the way. So I feel like that's what she's going to do. Is that strategically sound, aside from attack of opportunity? (laughs) Like, we all still have to go up to him. Asher would be okay.
4: I mean, we can get flankies. Because that's what I was trying to do before, was get behind him so I could give you a plus two to to hit. I mean, I will tell you one thing. It's damn cool. Uh, if that has any bearing (laughs) on if you decide
5: (laughs) to do it or not.
3: (laughs) It is a
4: very cool thing to do. I
5: think I'm gonna go for it. Okay, so then, Zach, you can just add out all of the uncertainty to make it sound really cool. (laughs) Uh, I'm pretty sure she's about to go down, so I want the best soundtrack for this. Uh, you said it's a CMB? Yep. Okay. Come on, Dice! Uh, yeah, that's a 4 plus 9, so what, I don't think 13 is going to do it. Well, he takes
0: a swing at you, um, with combat reflexes as you, uh, go to shove him, but he did not 1 on his attack of opportunity, so he totally whiffs it, but I think that that was enough to kind of throw off your balance when the, uh, bull rush does not, um, dislodge head to head from the mouth of the cave.
5: Just a little bit of damage on this guy someday. 11. All right. Well, I'm I'm done.
0: All right.
4: <laughs> can, you, can you shift Z this monster again so we can just
5: can't? Do, are you sure? Yeah,
4: I want to. There he is. Yeah.
5: Face it. He's, he's a wiry dude. Horrible.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know he's rotting a little bit. He's got those forearms. He doesn't have he the cape with the sword, and he did that. He didn't pop up for you. Nice no, he's gonna... Popped no, up. For he's me. Gonna throw a little back at
5: us. Nah. <laughs> I hate that. I even if I leave him up there and be like, "No, Sam, I won't let you do this again. You can just pop him anyway."
0: <laughs> I have infinite popping power. That's the <laughs> the GM way. Pop, and there's pop. the episode title. <laughs> All right, uh, we're back around to Hetuath, and he's going to say, "Tell me!
2: How did you kill them?
0: He's going to uh, take two swings at Kira and two at Brixby. Uh, So that is another 18 to hit Kira. Uh, Let's see, that's uh, five damage.
5: Okay, well, there you go. All done. Oh. Thanks, thanks team. This oh. was fun. Are you no.
0: still standing? You unconscious? What what's the
5: I'm unconscious. Uh, oh,
1: I thought you had 5.
0: Are so you at 0 Left? exactly?
5: Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Right. I forgot Which about that. 0. Okay. Worse. So
0: uh, Are you <laughs> accounting for uh, rage
2: HP?
5: Uh yes. And so this is, okay, here's a fun question. This, this is a thing I've been confused about for six months now. I lose rage if I go unconscious. In theory, I have raging vitality, so it might not matter, but at zero, I'm good? I would assume if the raging vitality feat, it can't. If I'm unconscious and I can still be raging, then I would assume it can be at zero and still raging.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
5: Okay, so then I'm just at a flat zero, and then if I take, oh, no, no, good. Raging vitality, I'm good. Flat zero, I can't do anything yeah
3: so you're still
0: standing
4: for now until the other swing (laughs) comes and then the other two at me good luck guys (laughs) so
0: he takes another swing and that one is borderline that is 7 plus 6 13
5: 13 is gonna be enough because I'm raging ouch I hate this thing so much
0: (laughs) So that's eight damage on the second one. Oh, that's
5: not great. Okay. Uh, eight. Hurt. There it is. Dead or dying. Yes, thank you, Hero Lab.
0: Okay, so you're at negative uh, eight and unconscious now, but still raging?
5: Mm-hmm. But still raging.
0: All right, so you're fine.
5: It's fine.
0: You're going to live forever.
5: Yeah, you say that often.
0: Um, and then he's gonna take swings at Brixby, who now stands alone in front of him. That's a nat 20.
4: It's not gonna hit. I'm sorry. Um, Gotta roll higher. Uh, The roll to confirm is just a 12. That does not confirm, thank goodness. Honestly, because I could die very easily. But no, uh, AC 14, Sam.
0: Alright, 9 damage on that slam.
4: Uh, I am still standing somehow. Alright, and
0: it's another nat 20
4: What? Well, if you confirm this could permakill bricks Go for it
0: (laughs) Um, that is 9 plus 7 16? That confirms, yeah Alright, 14 damage on the crit
4: I am literally at Okay, so hold on, 1 and then It's weird when it gets to 0 Because I'm at 1 HP um, and I have 14 con. Wow.
3: So, yeah, I'm, uh... Yeah, you'd be at negative 13, then. Yeah, I'm I'm at zero, negative 13. So you're alive.
4: <laughs> uh, well, until it's my turn, and if I fail a roll, and then I die. Oh. Yeah. So,
0: wow.
5: I'm out. Asher's turn is first, though, right?
0: Yeah, Asher is up before you. <laughs> is the good news.
4: But I mean, does he really know which one of us is more injured? I don't want to, like, I, believe me, I don't want Bricks to perma die here, but I also don't want a metagame. I'm not sure well, if he would. I feel
3: like, though, a crit, like, within the narrative of the game is going to look
0: brutal.
4: Yeah, I guess it's true. I mean, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that that
0: did. <laughs> that looked awful when Brixby just got absolutely obliterated by the one-two punch, and obviously Kira got. Got it pretty bad too. Now yep. uh, we'll see when we get to Asher's turn. Oh
3: my god! Thanks for coming to my TED talk. Really good. good I one. shouldn't have freaking told Izzy to try to bull rush him. As cool as it sounds, I should I have didn't. just let her hit him. I shouldn't have flipped before. I mean, it.
4: all right, let's. We we could have. It's fine. This is fine. Let's, We're good. let's just go.
0: All right, uh, Vargas. We are around to you, and the good news is you got a clear path. Everybody who is standing in front of you is unconscious and or dying. Okay. Uh, He is still, though, even with that, going
3: to attempt to pass through Tetua's square to get behind him so that Asher still has an open shot with nothing blocking him to shoot this guy with a gun. So I'm going to roll acrobatics and use 25 feet of movement to try to get behind him.
4: Learn from my mistakes.
3: Okay, that could hopefully make it. That is a 16. Plus three. So that is a 19.
0: Not even close.
3: Uh, uh, Oh, yeah, because it's. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I take the attack opportunity then. It's a crowded square.
4: Yeah, and you're stuck on our bodies. (laughs) No, you're not. Oh, that's right. I
3: don't continue to move through. Uh, I forgot about that part.
0: You're stuck on the unconscious bodies, and we once again have a very crowded square. And. That is a 24 to hit on the attack of opportunity.
2: That
3: is a hit. That is almost 10 over my, uh, that is almost a uh, 2e print.
0: <laughs> and max damage, 10 damage. Alright. This guy is uh, a monster. He's Swift dead.
3: action, going to use my arcane pool to make my arms stronger. And I'm going to try to punch him once. Thirteen and five is plus seven to hit, so that is a twenty to hit him. That hits, Alright. Ugh, minimum damage on the thing, though. So that is plus five. That is six points of damage, and it is uh, magical for the purposes of bypassing anything, and also adamantine for the purposes of anything that that might help with.
0: Only a little of that seems to go through. You definitely hit him and you did a little bit of damage, but it didn't seem to do all that much. Which brings us to Asher.
1: So I looked it up in the uh, 46 minutes between my last turn and this turn. (laughs) And, uh, And of course, you do need rules as written, a free hand to reload. So... Uh, I think probably just take away the two damage. What do you think? I mean, I'm not going to go back in time probably and redo that turn. It would have shaped everything differently. So maybe I just didn't shoot him.
0: Yeah, that seems fair. We can like,
4: just restart the whole combat. I think <laughs> let's do out,
5: that. that's Scroll fair. Back. New Game Plus. <laughs> let's I'm very concerned. Bring it back.
4: I get hit in the face. Maybe I do the punching this time. We hit him in the Let face. Let's just leave. Let's <laughs> call
5: it a day.
3: Yeah, well, clearly, if Asher wouldn't have shot, he would have instead uh, stepped up and healed Kira so that she would still be standing.
1: <laughs> stepped up. He is hanging, hanging. Uh, so he's going to have to intentionally jump. Uh, so it's just a uh, little acrobatics to not fall on my butt. Yeah, Natty 19. He's not prone, which would have sucked real bad. Uh, <laughs> oh but he will, uh, with his offhand that he now has, uh, not that it matters, he's going to take a five-foot step up, well, it's not a five-foot step, he'd jump down and move, uh, but then it's going to lay on hands, Brixby, for some, uh, some good, good paladin healing.
2: <laughs> ah,
0: the first actual paladin healing of the podcast, I believe. <laughs>
1: uh I've lay on hands did before. Oh, you did? Lay on hands did. Lay it on hands. That's <laughs> the one. Uh, uh, that is three points of healing. Thank so, so not a ton. But, um, but the uh, important
0: thing is he is stable.
2: Oh,
5: my gosh. <laughs> I'm not emotionally prepared for this.
1: <laughs> you know, he can... He can reload as part of a move action, so he could have reloaded while he was on his way to Brixby, and then laid on hands. Well, didn't we so say he does, didn't
3: fire because...
1: Uh, it's only a swift to lay on hands yourself, so that would be his whole turn to get over there, reload, while he walks, heal Brixby. But at least he's got a loaded gun uh, for next round.
0: And that brings us to Brixby's turn. Brixby is stable,
4: so... It's just a quiet
0: turn of unconsciousness.
4: Oh, just a quick thing. (laughs) Thank you so much, Jeff. Literally for the folks at home, Bricks would have died because negative 13, I would have had to make a DC 10 con. I have a plus two because I have a 14. There's no way I could physically, I'd have to roll a 21. So can't roll a 21 on the 20-sided die. I would have absolutely perished last turn. Thank you very much. Um, So I'm just going to lay here. Thankfully. Gratefully. <laughs> Grateful Dead. Excellent.
0: <Next> <laughs> Alright, that brings us to Kira. So you are not stable. I'm gonna need that con roll.
5: Oh man. This is peak stress, team. Uh, okay, and I've zoomed out of my map. So, there we go. Um, it's, is it a, it's a d20 plus Macan mod? Yep. That's my third one of the night, and I think I've rolled like four times. So uh, that's, that's a six,
0: which is... All right, so you lie. lose one uh, HP and continue bleeding on the ground.
5: It's still dying.
0: And um, Hetwath, who is now <laughs> standing over two members of the party and staring into Vargas's face... Um, he says,
2: How did you do it? Tell me how you killed them. Tell
0: and then he's going to unleash his flurry of blows that is not literally a flurry of blows. Uh, we've got a 22. Uh,
3: yeah, that's a hit.
0: A 25. That's also a hit. Uh, that one. That is not a hit. And another 22. Yes. All right. That is 21 total damage.
2: Uh,
3: wow. Hang on. Uh, so I'm definitely down. De- I'm, I'm make- seeing if I'm dead. Uh. I don't think
4: I am. Uh, so, when we joked about everybody dying except for Asher <laughs> before the whole <laughs> So, uh. Your fault! Okay, yeah, I'm at <laughs> negative 11. What's your con, can I ask?
3: Uh, con is 14. Whew. But I'm looking, one of my things oh, makes me harder to kill. Okay, yeah, so I don't die until I'm at negative 18. <laughs> so I got a couple of rounds. You also auto-stabilize. Oh, I also auto-stabilize. I forgot about that. <laughs> Thank you for knowing my character better than I do <laughs> in the heat of the moment. Uh,
1: your current character.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But, um...
3: We're laughing so we don't cry. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd like to point out, he just knocked the only person that could answer him unconscious, so clearly he doesn't care too much about getting the answer to that question.
0: <laughs> yeah, apparently not. Well, this
5: was fun. <laughs> I really enjoyed doing this podcast. I'm glad we got an episode of Machine Learning out first. Yep. <laughs> oh my god. This is not great. And
2: Maybe you shouldn't
0: have. My... So, what were you going to say?
1: Oh, no, it doesn't matter.
5: Oh, something funny, Jeff. I was going to say, yeah, say, maybe when funny. you
1: said, maybe you shouldn't have used the word execute, because oh. that's what happened to all of us after the first episode of machine learning was released. Oh. Wow. But it's like a totally valid, you know, computer word. That's, that's what we're going to call it. Not, not a programming <laughs> command. Computer word. Computer word. Yeah. I work in IT, folks.
0: All right, we are up to uh, Vargas, who is currently unconscious.
3: Okay, Vargas is going to burn his broken, not beaten to wake up and swing at this dude from the ground, because screw this guy. Uh, uh, what's the negative for attacking from prone? Four. Four? I'm uh, pretty sure it's four. Four I have a plus seven to this and a minus four, so that is an effective plus three. So that is not a hit.
0: Oh, what's the total? So, it's an 11. Ooh,
4: no good. Yeah. <laughs> Does he have eight. a special taking pity on the party AC that maybe Neil <laughs> Spicer wrote in there? Because maybe, just maybe, you're human, Neil Spicer. Just maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
3: so yeah, he wakes back up, swings at him, and then collapses again and goes back unconscious. And that's his turn.
5: Are you, you lose a point on that, but you're not destabilized.
3: I'm not destabilized. Oh gosh, okay. I am unconscious and stable at negative 12 now.
5: (laughs) I need to be so much more, less sober for this whole game. We'll cut that part out too. Don't do drugs, kids. That brings us to
0: Asher, the only conscious member of the party.
1: Uh, Another quick retcon. (laughs) Doesn't affect anything. I just misspoke when I said it was a move to lay in hand somebody else. It was a standard, but I didn't use a standard last turn, so Brick still lives forever. Uh, It's in the rules. If you lay in hand somebody, they're immune to juju zombies for 1d4 days. Super obscure, but it happens. Uh, well, he does have a clear shot, uh, and yeah, I don't think there's a whole lot that he could do to 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 one-shot head to ath, except for roll a crit on this
4: attack.
1: Um, so he is going to call down the. Smiting powers of Caldera Zuzaristan and Smite Evil so he can bypass all of that ugly DR. Uh, unfortunately, that's a Swift, so he can't use anything else that's cool for a Swift, but that's all right. We're gonna roll uh, the. Oh. We're gonna roll the Blue Within Blue on this one. I feel good about that choice uh and hoping for a at 20 that's all I need just a, just an at 20 no uh, but it is a dirty <laughs> 20 so, so that's gonna gonna hit touch and it gets some smitey bonuses on that anyway
0: um, yeah the uh, dirty 20 will hit his touch AC
1: so he is considered an undead creature uh, so I do get to do uh, an extra. Uh, two points of damage per pound and level on this so it's going to be a, a d8 plus five
0: very nice
1: max on the d8 so 13 nice. points of dr bypassing smiting bullets
0: wow alright you take a big old chunk out of him but he is still standing
1: uh, before the end of his turn uh, I've been so caught up in everyone's dropping like flies I would also like to roll knowledge religion so we can figure out should we all, any of us survive how to keep him from coming back All right. Uh, but that was uh, awful, it's 4 on the dice so I don't think a total of nines going to get me anything worthwhile uh, yeah, so that he'll... will not he will stand his ground and use his move to reload hey I've struck you down once I'll do it
0: again and uh, let's see brixby is stable and unconscious uh, Kira let's
5: try a new d8
0: d20 you better not be rolling <laughs> d8 <I don't> <laughs> this is very important
5: yeah it is that's a four just just gonna leave game four plus uh five which is you know a nine so uh, i'm just gonna keep adding these points and then text my mom and ask for a hut. and how far
0: uh in the negatives are you
5: uh minus 10.
0: oh and what's your uh con right now
5: it's con right now right so i it's is my raging con
0: yeah no,
2: yeah. Oh, well, with
0: Raging Vitality, vitality
4: yeah,
2: it's your yeah, Raging
4: totally Con. I'm sorry about
5: that. Yeah, okay, well then it's, uh, 21 is really high. So it's a plus How five. How is that possible?
4: Oh yeah, no, 21. Okay, so that's
0: good, as long as you've still got those Rage Rounds.
5: Yeah, that's fair. I will, okay, yeah, I'll run out of Rage Rounds before I run out of Con at this rate. So all we have to do is not die.
0: So just to clarify, did Asher take a five-foot step back on his turn?
1: Uh, I didn't say that I did, and uh, but Asher is a lot smarter than me and just saw him continue to pummel four attacks on people. So thankfully Asher's smarter than me. He definitely took a five-foot step after he, re- he reloaded canonically.
0: To clarify for those at home, Jeff did type it in the chat and roll 20 afterwards. And I think that that's reasonable. So, <laughs> Hetumath is going to is going to uh walk up the uh requisite 10 feet and take one slam on asher that is an 18.
1: Hmm. you know normally that would meets beats but the cool thing about smite is you get a deflection bonus equal to your charisma on a fire against that target so that does not hit my ac of 21. <laughs> wow oh my
0: gosh only against that statuette. is a clutch move all right um, Vargas is unconscious and stable and cannot come back from the dead again today I don't think no that's once a day (laughs) so that brings us back up to Asher
1: Asher is going to uh, try an acrobatics away to move more than a five foot step Uh, which means he won't get to reload next turn, but he's hoping this next shot is going to take him out. Uh, So here goes an acrobatics, uh, plus seven on this. A 21 against CMD. uh,
0: No, he's going to take a swing as you move back. Uh, But that is only a 10.
1: Awesome. Uh, So he will move back uh, to where he can still have a clear shot here. Uh, so now it looks like he's about fifteen, maybe twenty feet away from Etuath, and it's gonna take another uh, smiting shot. I'm hoping I can change up dice and find the one that's gonna gonna do the <laughs> do the thing. Uh, so here comes the Blacky Stone. That was a poor choice. Um, yeah, no, that was only a four off the dice. So I, I no, I mean his touch is at least seventeen, so it's gonna miss no matter what.
0: All right. Uh, Brixby, still unconscious and stable. We're back up to Kira for that con roll.
5: Going for the unicorn dice. Come on, unicorn die. That is, that's a six. Cool. Six plus, what did I say it was? Five? Five. five Eleven. What do I have to beat?
4: Ten, but ten minus the amount you're that you're negative. What are you negative? Ten. Okay, so you rolled an effective zero. You're trying to hit a DC ten.
5: I rolled, uh... 11
4: okay so oh, you rolled so an effective you effectively one. rolled a one
5: yeah <laughs> which is probably not good for anything got it okay hey well listen rules rules
4: you still have 10 rounds of this which is crazy you can do this for 10 more rounds
5: i have seven more rounds oh well well seven more rounds of rage
4: oh uh, well you're still better at dying than i am or not Thanks. dying whatever you're doing
5: <laughs> cool uh great still dying
0: Etuath is going to step up to Asher once more, and though Asher cannot understand him, he's going to say, You. It's you, isn't it? And he's going to take another slam. That is a natural 19 for a 25.
1: Yep, that beats the 21, Smite AC.
0: Okay, six damage on the slam.
1: I don't care for it. And he's all done. Dope! Um, really super excellent. Um, okay then. I don't understand what you're saying. It's just you and me, head to earth. Uh, and five foot step back to reload uh, as his move. Uh, he's gonna use a swift action to focus his aim. Use all the bonus damage you can get if I could actually hit. I'm gonna go for the big color scheming d20. I have a plus 11 to this roll, everyone, so I'd really like to roll like a friggin' 7 or 8 or higher for the love. <laughs> okay, so I'd really like to roll a 20. Is it time for a crit, guys? Should I just crit him?
5: Yeah! Yeah, I think yeah. it's time try-, try it out.
1: Okay, I didn't, but it was a 15 on the dice, so that definitely hits.
0: That does hit.
1: Uh, so that it's going to be a D8 plus eight, thanks to the smite and the focus aim. Only three this time, but 11 that bypasses all of his
0: DR.
4: Yes! Yes! <laughs> and
0: Hentuath falls to the ground. Join the
2: club, buddy. <laughs> Holy.
3: Okay, you got six rounds to get over there and heal Kira before she dies. <laughs> Let's
1: take a move action to reload. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> he does have uh, 30 seconds of hands to go around. Uh, so.
0: Alright, let's get one last um, roll to stabilize from Kira.
5: Um, 15, which still pretty sure is not enough.
0: 15 on the die?
5: 15 on the die. Close your... No, 15 total. Sorry, oh. 15 total.
0: No, so that doesn't do it.
5: That's fine. This is fine. I'm getting rid of all of the dice.
0: (laughs) And um, on Hetoath's turn, uh, he's, you know, just laying in the sand there. Uh, One of his arms is sort of hanging out behind him in the cave on the ground. And just the tiniest bit of sunlight coming in from the mouth of the cave uh, hits him in the arm. And that arm crumbles to dust. Whereas the rest of him is. You know, still just dead Kasatha. Hmm. And uh, we are back around to Asher.
1: Uh, Gonna pop a lay-on hand, so he'll place a hand on Kira's uh, back and say, No, no, he's been taken care of. Don't you die on me. Five points of healing.
5: I will take it.
0: And now that no one is dying... I'm going to
4: bed. Oh my. I don't want to Go say on. anything to you, man. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. How about that? Fine,
2: Sam. Go to bed. I hope you can sleep with yourself. <laughs> Freezing. <laughs> All right.
4: Oh, my God. Good night, Sam. Good night, Sam. Good night, Good Good Sam. Night, Sam.
2: Pod
3: against the machine.
0: Against the machine. Pod against, <laughs> against the machine is property of its creators, always preserved. Pathfinder and the Iron Gods Adventure Path are properties of Paizo Publishing. Please visit them at paizo.com for more information. Theme against a machine written and performed by our own Zach. Please consult the show notes for additional music and sound effect licensing information.
4: Dang. Dang! Dang, I literally thought we were going to get CPK'd.
3: Yeah, so did I. Also, it'd be never listen to me again if I tell you not to attack when you have a plus 10 bonus. For the love.